Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're studying the Word of God. We are working our way through the Gospel of John. Today, we're looking at John chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. This is episode 63. Well, let's begin. Let's review the verses we've already got, then tack on verses 4 and 5. We begin with John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him not one thing was created that has been created. Then verses 4 and 5. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. That life shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. Well, John began with big statements about who Jesus is. Jesus is not created. He is not a created being. He is God. He existed in the beginning, and he was part of creation. He was with God in the beginning. He was God. And everything was created through him. Nothing that has been created was created apart from him. Now he's making some application to to us. In him was life. Well, who's him? Him is Jesus Christ, the Logos, that one who was not created, who is God, who is involved in creation. In him was life. Notice it it doesn't say he created life. He is the one who brings life because life is in him. It's not a, a thing he created. He is the source of life because life is in him. Now, life could be physical life, could be spiritual life. I think he's using life in a grand overarching uh, statement here of it is both of those. It is physical life and it is spiritual life. All life comes from God because God is life. Life is in him. When I was in elementary school, I was taught the error of the idea of spontaneous generation. Spontaneous generation was the idea that living things could come from non-living things. For instance, maggots grew from spoiling meat. Well, those experiments were conducted in the 16-1700s where it was determined that if you could keep the flies from laying eggs on the meat, it would not develop maggots. And so by the uh, 19th century, the idea of spontaneous generation was clearly disproven and absolutely rejected. I was taught that as a child in school, that living things did not come from non-living things. Well, things have changed now since the uh, general acceptance in the society of evolution. You have to have a non-living origin of life. And so there's a great deal of study and theories right now running around uh, all under the title of abiogenesis. Well, genesis is beginning. Bio is a word for life. A means without. Uh, Biogenesis is that idea that Living things come from living things. Well, abiogenesis means life coming from non-living things. And so there's a big field of science right now trying to figure out how did life begin without God? Because that's part of the the going in assumption is that uh, life just began on its own. Well, we see this clearly from John here. No, life didn't begin without God. Because life was in him, and he's the one who 
as part of the act of creation brought life into the world. Now they're all continuing to study and they will continue to study, but you know, they've been working at it for well over a hundred years trying to get something to create in the in the laboratory which resembles life and and they haven't gotten very far yet, and I believe they won't because life does not come from non-living things. Life comes from life, and God is the source of life in our world. And that life was the light of men. And we can't understand the way John uses light without darkness. So let's go to verse 5. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. This idea of light and dark is a, uh, a theme that John likes. He uses it a lot. Similarly, he uses life a lot. Nobody uses the word life in the New Testament like John does. You know, there's three words that mean life, but uh, zoe means life in general, not a person's life where I, I've tried to live my life, but the idea of life being alive uh, the word Zoe, that word occurs 135 times in the New Testament. 36 of them are in John's Gospel. 66 of them are in the Gospel of John, uh, John's letters and Revelation. So, so John is the, the primary user of this word Zoe, life, in the New Testament. It's a big theme that John uses as he talks about life pick a, a few verses out of uh, the Gospel of John. John 3.15, he says, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Quite often he uses life in, in reference to eternal life. In John 10.10, he says, a thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that he may have life and have it in abundance. In John 6.51, he said, I'm the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. The bread that I give for the life of the world is my flesh. And then in uh, John eleven twenty five, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. So he says, I am the life. So this idea of life, it's a, it's a theme that John uses. And of course, he's introducing it here in the prologue. Remember this prologue, verses 1 through 14 is a presentation of who Jesus is, what Jesus was about. And life is a big part of that. Another big part is the idea of light. That life was the light of men. Now John uses the, the concept of light and dark a lot. The idea of the world is a dark place. People are in darkness, but Jesus came to bring light to bring light into the darkness. Darkness is absence of light. Darkness is not really a thing. It is just absence of light. You don't fill a room with darkness. You fill a room with light. A dark room is filled with light. You can't fill a light room with darkness. So light is the solution to being in the darkness. And Jesus is the one who brings that light. And Harry's Lincoln, life and light. So just uh, pick a few verses out of, of John's Gospel here about light and dark. In John 3.19, he says, This is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Uh, John 
12, Jesus spoke to them again, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. There we see light and life together again. In John 12, 35, Jesus answered, The light will be with you only a little longer. Walk while you have light so that darkness doesn't overtake you. The one who walks, walks in darkness doesn't know where he's going. And then in John 12:46, it says, I have come as light into the world so that everyone who believes in me would not remain in darkness. So this idea of light and dark, and it's a spiritual reality. People who live in the world are in darkness because they're separated from God, who is the one who brings light. And Jesus is the one who brings the light into the world to bring people from darkness into light, from death into life. So these are big themes that, that John uses here, the idea of life and the idea of light versus darkness. Now he's been talking in the past tense up to this point. Well, we're only in verse 4, so it's not like we've gotten that far. But he's been talking about creation and the things that happened and before the beginning of things and as things were created. Then in verse 5, he shifts to present tense in the verb. Where he's been saying, this happened, this happened, this was. That light shines in the darkness. Shines is a present tense. And I think that's significant. It's not something that happened in the past, but it's something that's still going on. The light still shines in the darkness. The world is still a dark place. Everyone is born in this world is born in darkness, but there is still light shining. It wasn't just this light shone for a while back in the first century when Jesus was physically with us, but the light continues to shine in the darkness. And yet the darkness did not overcome it. Now, if you know, some Bible versions use a different word than overcome. They uh, say comprehend. And the word well, it can be translated either way. And that's where the, it's up to the, the Bible translators to decide which way fits. Uh, most translators think it means overcome. The King James Version and the New American Standard Version both use comprehend. Well, the word literally means to lay a hold of, to make it one's own. And it kind of fits even in our language of understanding something is, well, I, I can't understand something. I just can't get a hold of it. It would kind of be the same usage in, in the original Greek there. But that's not the issue. The issue isn't that the darkness can't understand, can't comprehend the light. It's the darkness is in opposition to the light. And that's part of the, the theme of John is that the darkness, the powers of darkness, are in active opposition against what God is doing, bringing light into the darkness. So I agree with the majority of the Bible translators. I'm sure they're happy to hear that. The, the idea here is that the darkness cannot overcome it. People love darkness instead of light. Even though the light has come into the world, there's still a resistance for people to come into the light. So John is continuing to lay out the case for who Jesus is. He's, he's laying out the case of the divinity of Jesus. He's spoken, not in a complete way, but some of the, the idea of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son. Jesus is God. Jesus was active in creation. Jesus was a part of 
the creation of the universe, the, the heavens and the earth. And now he's bringing out the reason Jesus came amongst us, to bring light into the darkness, to bring life into the world, to make that life available to people who are spiritually dead. That's the reason Jesus came, is so that we can have life and have it in abundance. So this is a, it's a great uh, section. We're only through verse 5. But like I said uh, earlier, uh, verses 1 through 14, that is a great passage to memorize because it's just such a clear synopsis of Christology. Everything you want to know about Jesus as the Christ. He is God. He is active in creation. He is the bringer of light, the bringer of life. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working our way through the Gospel of John.